Welcome to the radio program, Why Paul? Bringing and interpreting the doctrine Jesus Christ presented through the Apostle Paul. Your hosts are Michael R. Mix and Michelle Mix of 14th Street Ministries. We are here to bring you the answers found in 2 Timothy, verse 2, and encourage you to teach and share this program with others. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Mix and Michelle Mix. Hi, we're back this week uh, with Why Paul? Uh, So I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And I'm your host, Michael Mix. And we'll start with open prayer. Uh, Our Father, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, we pray that you may give us unto the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Let the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, that you, we may know what it is the hope of your calling and what the riches of your glory, of your inheritance is in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of your power to us who believe, according to the workings of your mighty power. And Jesus, we pray that you grant us your knowledge of your eternal purpose. And we pray that you would open the hearts of the lost as we present the gospel of grace and that we would know that this gift is for them if they would believe. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, let your will be done in us. Amen. Yeah, and and why Paul is uh, Paul teaches us how to study the Word of God. It's the only place in the Word of God that teaches us how to study the Word of God and rightly divide the Word of Truth. And again, when just as a reminder, um, and if you didn't catch our other shows, that when we're saying we're rightly dividing it, uh, and that's in the meaning of that, that long word that I can't pronounce, um, is managing um, the Word of God. Uh, manage, it's like managing our household. Uh, last uh, two programs, we... Uh you want to tell them about the last programs about times past? Yes. To, to catch everyone up, in our last studies, we talked about times past, uh, which was to the Jews only, to the nation of Israel. Uh, this called out people from Abraham, from God to Abraham. Uh, Jacob changed his name to Israel. His 12 sons end up in Egypt. God calls Moses to lead his people out of Egypt which now a nation to the promised land. About five, five million people or so. Yes. And then we come to King David, who sits on the throne of Israel. Then we move on to John the Baptist, and then to Jesus Christ, which is Israel's Messiah. Israel rejected their Messiah, but this is all Jews with a couple exceptions. So it's mainly to the nation of Israel. Jesus Christ was fulfilling prophecy and the covenants made with the fathers. Uh, We talked about Christ's earthly ministry was to the Jew. His 12 apostles was called to go to the Jews only, the children of Israel, and not to go into the way of the Gentiles. The Gentiles were outside of the commonwealth of Israel without God and without hope in the world. So, um, hopefully I, I paraphrase that well. Did, did I but, learn something? Yes, but the Jews, but, <laughs> but the poor Gentiles were in the world without any hope. 
But now, Israel falls for a time being, and God calls out Paul to go to the Gentiles. In um, Ephesians uh, 2.13, But now, in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off, he's talking about the Gentiles, are made nigh by the blood of Christ. So because of the cross and because of God's mercy, he's now going to the Gentiles. And uh, Paul teaches us. So all of that, like what I paraphrased, was to the Jews. So now we're getting to the, the part where it's now talking to the Gentiles. Yes, and he's and uh, the the partition, the wall of partition, is now broken down, and now it's now this salvation is, goes to the Jews and the Gentiles. The Jew, Jews is individually, and of course the Gentiles. Rightly dividing the word of truth in Second Timothy two fifteen. Study to show thyself approved unto God a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That is the word of God. And and reason is we can't take times past and mix them with but now or the age of grace. We have to leave it where it's at when we read it, and we read it, read it literally. So um, just to... Um check on that. So, you're saying what we're studying now is, but now, that is the age of grace? That's now. The next section is the age of grace. Right. Remember, um, times past and ages to come is for us. We need to learn that. We need to understand it, and it's for our learning. But now, this age of grace is to us. Okay? It's He's actually talking to us through his word, to this body of Christ, to this age, this age of dispensation, of the age of grace. In Ephesians, uh, again, back in Ephesians 2.13, but now in Christ Jesus, remember that, who sometimes were far off are made nigh by, by the blood of Christ. This dispensation of grace, grace and peace with God. He's offering this to the Gentiles. The kingdom is postponed. That's the earthly kingdom, this uh, prophetic uh, prophecy is on hold, and it'll continue when, when the body of Christ is out, when the body of Christ is taken out. Um, Michelle, would you read Romans 11.25, would you? Sure. For I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part is happened to Israel, until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. So is this going up to where it says uh, the title up a little bit before you read Ephesians, the mystery hid in God before creation, now given to Paul, to us? Yes, the... Mystery, the secret, was in, Christ, in God, in Christ, before creation. And he had this in mind, and this um, uh, mystery is part of his eternal purpose, which is the body of Christ, okay? And it's nowhere in prophecy, 
about the body of Christ. It's a mystery. So it's been a secret all this time. Okay. In 2 Corinthians 5.16, Wherefore, henceforth, now we no more no no man after the flesh, yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, in other words, they know that he knows his teachings and whatever, after the flesh, ye now henceforth know we him no more. In other words, Paul has received this revelations from the risen Christ. This is a dispensation of grace, and he's giving this mystery to Paul. We know about Christ's earthly ministry and his teaching, but we're moving to higher ground now. Okay. How about um, any question? How about Romans uh, 16, 25 through 26, Michelle? Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began but now is manifest and by the scriptures of the prophets according to the uh, commandment of the everlasting God, made known to all nations for the obedience of faith. Okay, he's, he's sending this mystery out to all nations, to all people. Uh, we, we get into the word of God, we get sound doctrine, and we pass that out to the believers and so the believers can go to a lost and dying world and give them sound doctrine and, and showing the gift that God is offering them for eternal life. Okay. In Colossians um, 1, 24 through 26, who now rejoice in my suffering for you, of course, it's Paul talking, and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh, for his body's sake, which is the church. The, uh, the church is the body of Christ. Wherefore I am made a minister, this is Paul, according to the dispensation of God, which was given me for you to fulfill the word of God. When, when Romans through Philemon, and these are, uh, these are Paul's epistles, when those were completed, the word of God was complete for our time now. Okay. So, so the entire Bible that we have, like the King James Version, the authorized King James Version, is complete. There's no more information to us now, okay? Continue on 26. Even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to the saints. The body of Christ, if you're in the body of Christ, you're saints along with all the past saints, okay? Okay. How about, um, go ahead and read uh, Galatians. Galatians. Galatians 1, 11 through 12. And right before I read that, I will mention that you're doing better reading the verses. You must have made your um, Bible bigger so you can see it this time. Yeah, I had to uh, move the font up to about 60 or whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good thing we can do that. Yeah, that's right. So in Galatians 1, 11 through 12, but I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. 
Okay, some people say that Paul went to the 12 apostles. He did not. He went to no man to get this revelation come from the risen Christ to Paul, to us, this mystery. So he didn't, wasn't taught by somebody else. He was taught by the Lord Jesus Christ, and these are the words, inspired words of God. In Ephesians um, 3, 1 through 9, For this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if ye have heard of the dispensation of grace of God which is given me towards you, how that by revelations he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in a few words, whereby when you read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. He's letting his followers and letting us know where he's received this information, who he's received it from, and we're to believe it, okay? And he's received it from the Christ. And he's not talking about himself. He's talking about this revelation he received from Christ, and it's to go to us. Which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostle and prophets of the, uh, by the Spirit, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. For all heirs and heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ, one body, one new man. Wherefore I made, wherefore I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual workings of his power. Unto me, who am least than the least of the saints, is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of, God, of Christ, and to, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. So these unsearchable riches, it's these riches are unsearchable. You search and search and search, but we're getting, we're receiving the mind of God, the mind, the mind of Christ. He wants us to understand the mind of Christ into these mysteries. Uh, read uh, Titus 1, 2, and 3. Titus 1, 2, and 3. In hope of eternal life, which God, that cannot lie, promised before the world began, but hath in due times manifested his word through preaching, which is committed unto me according to the commandment of God our Savior. Okay, this eternal life was promised before the world began. And that, that promise was, was basically given to Adam. And of course, it's eternal life, and it continued on this promise. And notice it wasn't before creation. It was before the beginning of the world. God, in his plans, like he promised Abraham, he promised Abraham eternal life. And we're a part of that. So we're, we're the body of Christ, and the body of Christ is part of this mystery that was given to Paul. 
the gospel of grace in um Michelle, how about reading Acts 20, 24? Okay. But none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Um, I see we're coming to uh, getting close to a break. Yes. Uh, the next verses we want to read are, is, are things that are given to these mysteries and kind of a breakdown on the mysteries, these things that were never known until they were given to Paul. So they were given to Paul to give to us? Right. And okay. they were given to us to learn sound doctrine and then for us to give them to somebody else. And that continues on and on and on. And it's been doing that for 2,000 years, generation kind of, after generation. And kind of like what we're, what we're doing now, we're giving it to, um, well, we know that China is listening, so we want to have a shout out to China. And who else do you have that was listening? Chile, Ireland, United Canada. States, and Canada. Yep. United States. Uh, yeah. I see in our Facebook Live, we have uh, Hamilton, Ohio. Listening on our mean, Facebook Live. Mean there's a Hamilton, Ohio. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, uh, so we're excited that everyone is listening, and we're going to go to break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more of the mystery, um, and to learn more of that you know what happened before creation and how it's now given to us. So, um, so we'll tune in. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. As we continue on life's journey, there are certain situations which we all must face. Care and treatment don't always measure up to what it's supposed to be, and there are many questions that need to be answered. Tune in to Senior Straight Talk with hosts Phyllis Amon and Rubina Chaudhry. Seniors deserve to have a purposeful and passionate, fulfilling life, and we'll bring you the information that you need to hear to make it happen. Listen on the Voice America Empowerment Channel or your favorite podcast platform. What's the difference between leaders who achieve exceptional results with ease and those who struggle to keep up? Tune in for Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. You'll discover the simple practices that are making the biggest difference to a leader's success today. You'll meet leaders who are bringing out the best in their teams. You'll gain practical strategies to lead yourself and others to high performance with ease. Leading on Purpose airs live Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the radio program why paul if you'd like to participate in today's program call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 or send an email to michael r mix at 14th street ministries.com now back to why paul hi we're back um, again i'm your host michelle mix and i'm your host michael mix and the and purpose and the purpose of our uh, uh, teaching these um, scriptures or whatever is to kind of whet your appetite to study the Word of God, rightly dividing it. Sometimes we read we read the Word of God and it gets monotonous and kind of boring. But if if you learn to rightly divide the Word of Truth, then it becomes extremely interesting. And it becomes very addictive because you want to know what the rest of the story is. And you want to know the truth. And the reason here is we want to know the truth. Okay. Yes. And pass it and pass it down. Just like it was given to Paul and given to us. And we want to pass it down as well. Yeah. And we don't want to teach error. And we don't want to teach things that, that are added to. We don't want to add anything to the word. We don't want to take anything away. We read it literally, and what it says is what it says. If you don't understand it, the Word of God will explain it to you, or the commentary. Actually, the Word of God is its own commentary. God it, uh, explains His own Word. So when you're when you're reading, you will. If you don't understand it, leave it and continue studying, and eventually you'll understand what those verses were and what they meant. Um. Let's go back. Uh, the mystery hidden God before creation, given to us the body of Christ, and knowing God's purpose. Why? What is? What is it all about? That's a question we ask, right? What is all of this about? Do we get saved and we just okay? We get saved and we go to heaven. So what after that, right? Right. Um, Shell, would you read uh, Ephesians? 1, 7 through 11. Sure. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. It's not by, by the riches, it's according to his riches. And his riches is he possesses everything, the entire universe, heaven and earth. But it's given to, those riches are given to us according to his riches. Wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence. He wants us. He wants us to understand the riches of his word, the riches of his glory, the riches of his uh, existence, the riches of what he has for us in the future. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself. Okay. 
that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. Okay, that's, he's going in, towards the, at the end of everything. He's going to pre- have preeminence over heaven, and he's going to have preeminence over the earth. He's going to have the earthly kingdom. He's, his throne's going to be in Jerusalem. He's going to sit on David's throne, and he'll have total control over the earth. He'll be Lord of lords and king of kings. He'll also be have, pre, have preeminence over heaven, and the body of Christ is heavenly, and the body of Christ will rule and reign with him in heaven. And, and uh, then he'll have preeminence, he'll have eminence, he'll have authority over both. Okay. And, and of course, sin is eliminated, death and sin is eliminated. See how ex- exciting that can be because you even started to get tongue-tied because you wanted to say it so much. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's exciting if you sit down and think about it and think about the riches that you have. We're not talking about Cadillacs and stuff. We're talking about things that far exceed that, things that, are, that we can't see and the things that are in store for us, what God has in store for us. And he wants us to know about that. Okay, go ahead. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. Okay, when you talk about predestination, before creation, the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, predestined Jesus Christ to go to the end, and in his path, there's nothing can change his path. He was predestined to complete this eternal purpose. Nothing can stop him. How we get predestined is if we get in Christ, then we're predestined with Christ. So man is not, we're not predestined, but but we're predestined when we get in Christ. Okay. You understand that, right? That's after we receive grace. Right. After we, after we believe the gospel. What is the gospel, by the way? Do you remember? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You, I didn't prepare for the test. Okay. Yeah, the, <laughs> first, we have to understand that we're a sinner. Okay. And that we have no hope and we need a savior. The gospel is the, gospel is the death burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ, the shedding of the blood, shedding of his blood that covered sins of the world. He died for the sins of the world. He was buried. He rose again the third day, and he now sits at the right hand of God. If you believe the gospel, then you become a new creation. Not by what you do, but what Christ did at the cross. Yes. How about reading uh, 1 Corinthians 2, 6 through 16, Michelle? Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. 
which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. You got to remember that that uh, Satan was defeated at the cross, at Christ's resurrection. This was hit, this was hit. This mystery was hid in God before creation. If Satan knew that, and the prince, Satan is the prince of this world, and the powers and whatever, if he would have, if we had known that, they would have not crucified Christ. Yeah, I couldn't imagine being in that position. Like, like, oops. Oh. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if, if, if I hadn't, if I would have known. Yeah, if somebody would have told me. But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Wow. Yeah, that, yeah that's, a, that's an exciting thing to to dwell on and to think about. And there's things we can't even imagine uh, that's in store for us. And we know it's all good and it's all for the glory of God and for the glory of Christ, okay? But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. And and God wants us to, uh, Christ wants us to have the mind of Christ. He, he wants to give us this information. He wants us to think like he thinks. And the only way we do that is to study his word and studying sound doctrine. Okay. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the little things, or even so the things of God, knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Yeah, that's, God thinks so much of us that he wants to give us all of this knowledge and this wisdom and understanding. And, of course, we want that. Okay. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. It's not the things that, uh, that we see that's important. It's the things that we don't see. And the power is in the Word, and, and it's spiritual, and it's things that we don't see that's important. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Yeah, and they're, blind, they're blinded by the prince of this world. And, of course, we pray that, that God will open their eyes, you know. Uh, and, of course, give us an opportunity to present the truth to them and about this gift that he has to offer. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But he have the mind of Christ. Well, that's pretty good, isn't it? We have the mind of Christ. It's God's word. He said it, right? So we believe it, of course. In Ephesians uh, 1.9, Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he had purposed in himself. 
That's before creation. He purposed this in himself. And he had the body of Christ in, in mind, this mystery. If there would be any uh, one listening to this gospel of grace, the good news that is offered to all that believe, and that includes you, if you're listening, and if you're in this world lost and without hope, if you are... And as we had mentioned before, we, um, we know that we have listeners all over the world that are listening. And, okay. and then that's even going across our languages, China and the other countries. Yeah. So, so, so everyone who is listening, this is for them. Yeah, that's right. And this gift is for them. Yeah, this, this uh, grace that's given to them. And this eternal life, that's the main thing, the eternal life. And how do you receive it? We have good news for you. If you believe the gospel in your heart, faith and faith alone, it's not works, it's a gift. And you don't work for gifts. The, the word of God tells us that we become a new creation, one new man, and God gives eternal life. Michelle, would you read... Um, Ephesians 2.15, please. I would love to. Sure, you would. But <laughs> I just don't happen to have it here. It's not here in the one that... Well, you don't have a Bible? Well, I, I do. It's over there. I can't reach it. Do well, you happen see. to have that? Yeah, I'll try it here. Okay. Wherefore, remember that ye being in times past, in times past, Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, who hath made both one, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us. Talking about the middle wall between Israel and the Gentiles. Having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances. For to make himself of twain one new man, so making peace. And that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, and come and preach peace to you which were far off and to them that were, were nigh. For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. The Jew and the Gentile have to come the same way, and they have to come through Jesus Christ. They have to come through the cross. And it's a free gift. It's by faith and faith alone. Do you have, uh, how about Second Corinthians 5.17? Do you have that? I actually do not. I, I think, do you have that? Okay. I'd like to hear you read that. All righty. <laughs> yeah. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle was dissolved, we have a building of God, and house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed 
upon with our house, which is from heaven. If so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we that are in the tabernacle do groan, being burdened, not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon, that mortality might be swallowed up with life. Now he that hath wrought us for the selfsame things in God, who also have given unto us the earnest of his spirit. That earnest of his spirit is like a down payment. When we, when we believe the gospel and the Holy Spirit comes in, that's a down payment for what we have to come. And the guarantee that we're going to, uh, in the rapture, we're going to be taken up and we're going to be complete and the payment's made. Therefore, we are always confident knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord, for we walk by faith, not by sight. So we don't go out of the circumstances around us. We go by faith. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Wherefore, we labor that whether we're present or absent, we may be accepted of him that everyone may receive the things done in his body. According to that, he hath done, whether it be good or bad. So we're going to the Bema seat, the believers. Okay, and we're going to be judged at that time. It's not judged on where you're saved, and it's judged on a reward. Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God. And I trust also are made manifest in your conscience. For we command not ourselves again unto you, but give you occasion to glory on our behalf, that you may have somewhat. Uh, we're, gonna, we're coming up to a break here, I believe. Yes. And then you'll finish that verse, reading that, because we do mm-hmm. want to hear the rest of that. And um, I just will let you know that I do have John 2, too. I'll have that ready. Well, I'm glad of that. <laughs> yes. So about time you wake up. <laughs> yeah. So we will see everyone back here after break. Uh, visit um, our Facebook page at 14streetministries.com. And 14 Street Ministries Online Bible Study is our live Facebook. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? 
Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the radio program why paul if you'd like to participate in today's program call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 or send an email to michael r mix at 14th street ministries.com now back to why paul so we we ended where you were finishing uh the second um Second Corinthians five, and it was actually fourteen uh, is what we need. Yeah, so you were at fifteen. So the next one will be fourteen. Yes. So it'll be Second uh, Corinthians five, fourteen. Oh, okay. And again, I'm uh, your host, Michael Mix, and and I'm your host, Michelle Mix. Okay, let's go to Second uh, Corinthians five, fourteen. For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one die for all, then we are all dead, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them, and rose again. That is very important, and rose again. That's our blessed hope. Wherefore, henceforth know we no man after the flesh, yea, Though we've known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation or new creature. One things are past, old things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. So when we, when we believe the gospel, which is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, when we believe that, we, and believe it in our hearts, we become a new creation, a one new man in Christ, a brand new humanity, fit for heaven. Once we receive our new body at the rapture, now we're fit for heaven. How about reading, uh, do you have First um, John 2, 2? Yes, I do. Wow. I actually had the other ones, didn't realize it. Okay, First uh, John 2, 2. And he is the proposition, I can't say that word, proposition for our sins. Propitiation. Yes, what you said. And not for ours only, but also for the sins of the world. And propitiation means satisfied. God is satisfied with the works of Jesus Christ at the cross. Okay. He's satisfied. let me let me reread that, and I'm going okay. to put that in instead of that hard word. Okay. And he is satisfied for our sins, and not for ours only, 
but also for the sins of the whole world. That's right. He died for the sins of the world. And and all of all of the world is covered if they receive this gift. But they're covered. Actually, if a man ends up in hell, it's because of unbelief. Okay. Now let's move on here to... Uh, Again, uh, Jesus Christ, with his blood, paid for all our sins, all the sins of the world. That includes you, that includes everybody. From That included Adam to the very last person that's born. He died for all those sins. He died for all the times past sins and the future sins, all man's sins. And that's a mystery, by the way, okay, that they didn't know about back in the Old Testament, back in the old times. Michelle, would you read, um, uh, this is, I want you to read the gospel. Okay. Okay, would you read that in 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4? It's the gospel, not a gospel, it's the gospel. Okay. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures. Well, it's good to say it twice. (laughs) (laughs) And that that he was buried, and that he rose again, and the third day, according to the Scriptures, defeating sin and death. That's right. That's for us. If we believe that in our hearts, it's not not saying... uh, it's not witnessing to somebody and saying, if you take Jesus in your heart, you'll be saved. That's not the gospel. Although he comes into our hearts after it. we're in Christ, but we have to believe the gospel. It's very necessary to believe what the word says, and that's the gospel. It's, it says in there that we're saved by it, and of course we're judged by it, okay? And that's what we stand on. We stand firm on that that death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. That's all tied up in that. All the sins in the past point to the cross. All the sins in the future point back at the cross. All the people. Okay. And let's go to um, Philippians 1, 9 through 11. And this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in judgment. Paul's saying he's wanting us to get more knowledge. We need to pray for knowledge. It's like your prayer in the beginning. We want people, and we want to receive more knowledge. We want to be wise, and we want to learn sound doctrine. That you may approve things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. Being filled 
with the fruit of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory of his praise. Okay. So all, all that we do, Christ is receiving glory. All that we do that's sound doctrine and, and whatever we're doing that's for Christ, he gets the glory out of it. And that glory comes to him when he puts all things together, heaven and earth, under his domain. That's when he gets the glory, okay? Um, how about reading Colossians um, 1, 9 through 10? For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to de desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord until all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. How, how are we going to know what the will of God is? How are we going to receive that knowledge? How are we going to understand uh, have that spiritual understanding? How are we going to walk worthily? How are we going to do that without studying the Word of God? Sound doctrine, studying studying uh, Romans through Philemon, which which discusses all this, this wisdom and knowledge. How are we going to apply that to our lives and understand it if we don't study it? I'm not talking about reading it. I'm talking about studying it properly studying it, rightly dividing the word of truth. How do you do that? Can you do it? Yes. Do you still there? Yes. <laughs> okay. So would you read uh, Colossians uh, 2, 2 through 3? That their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love, and unto all the riches of the full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ, in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Don't people enjoy going on treasure hunts? This is a treasure hunt. When you get into his word and study his word, you're in, on a treasure hunt. And these, this treasure hunt is profitable for ages to come. God's preparing us now to operate in the heavenlies. And we can't even imagine what he has to offer. We wouldn't even understand it probably at this time. But we know that it's unfathomable coming. that we, yeah, can, it is. we can't imagine. That's like right. Probably what our treasures, what in our human mind think our treasures would be, we probably can't comprehend what it no. actually would be. And, in, any, in, and these are things we can't see. The, the worth and whatever is things that we can't see. Um, how about reading Ephesians 1, 9 through 10? Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath pro proposed in himself. That okay. in yeah. Okay, go ahead. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. Yeah, he's, he's going to, uh, he's telling us that his eternal purpose, we're part of that eternal purpose, 
this body of Christ, when, when the body of Christ, when we're raptured out, we're taken to heaven, and about the mid part of the tribulation, God is going to throw out Satan and his angels, and they're in powers and principalities in heaven. He's going to throw them out, and we're going to take those positions in heaven. And we're going to have obligations. We're going to have responsibilities. We're going to rule and reign with Christ in heavenly places. And that's something very exciting to look forward to. And we wouldn't have known that if it wasn't for the mysteries given to Paul to give to us. And then, and, then, um, and that we're able to share. That's right. <clears throat> and, I, and I can't imagine anybody turning it down, turning down this amazing gift of salvation, of eternal life, and they turn their backs on it and reject it. If they only knew, if, uh, but they're blinded by the prince of this world. And, and that is really sad. You walk through the cities and, uh, and the towns, and drive around, whatever, and so many are lost, and just a remnant will be saved. And that is so sad that they have this beautiful gift there for their taking, and they it's reject just waiting it. for them. Yeah, to accept it. And if if you come to Christ, if you believe the gospel, believe it in your heart, you have this gift, and you have this new creation and you have eternal life, and you have something to look forward to. And if you're lost in this world, and, you're, and you think there's no hope, there's no future, there is, if you would just receive it. Okay? And you know that our, um, our, our God is um, powerful, and it, it is, does make a difference if you have, um, you know, your different... Um, uh, religions that have gods. Think about our God, um, the God of our universe, is our Lord and Savior. That He is so wonderful that we like. I enjoy on Sunday when we're singing our praises to Him because we lift up our voice and the voices that He gave us, and we we celebrate and praise Him. And we sing to him, and we sing, you know, loud um, to to um, to Christ, um, our Savior. And so sometimes I think of that when I'm singing praises, is how um, you know in, we our God, how important our God is. And our he's God different. is an awesome God. Yes. And I see we have we're about ready to close out for the day. Yes. So. And so um, next week uh, we'll start b- back here with the purpose given to the body. And we'll continue. Okay. Okay. And we appreciate everybody listening today here on Facebook Live. And we'll see everyone back here on next Tuesday. You have been listening to Why Paul. Visit us on the web at 14thStreetMinistries.com. And please join Michael R. Mix and Michelle Mix again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more thoughts and wisdom. Also, be sure to tell everyone about our program.